Welcome back to Raise Your Vibes. This is your host, Maroon Khan. Thanks for tuning in. Today's topic is a follow-up to some of the events that have been occurring in Afghanistan. As you're aware, on a daily basis, the news are coming in fast, thick and hard, you know, and it's concerning that quite a lot of people are falling for some of the propaganda that's been put out there that's stating, you know, everything's fine, everything's hunky-dory, there's nothing to worry about. The sad reality is not the, you know, not the case. I do know people on the ground. I am in touch with them regularly, and I do have contacts with people that are telling me exactly what's going on. And unfortunately, I was supposed to have an individual doing a podcast with me, but at the moment, it would be too risky for that person to put themselves on the line. So we've decided not to do that. But you know, at some point, folks, that person could perhaps join us, and I'm sure give a real in-depth, you know, um, outlook as to what is going on out there. People need to know the truth. People need to know what's going on. My big concern, my biggest concern has always been the state of young girls, as well as many other individuals, you know, let's make it clear. I'm not um, secluding anyone or excluding anyone, but my personal, from my own point of view, is the young girls that are being you know mistreated abused being put to a side being you know basically isolated segregated and punished for being female there are very very you know huge amounts of reasons that people have given as to why the girls have to stay home they're not allowed to be educated or if some of them are being you know educated then it's with segregation in place, separating the men and separating the women, you know. We'll all have our different views upon that. I'm an educator. I've been an educator for 25 years. I'm also Muslim. I'm also Patan. Patan means basically roots that way, way, way back come from Afghanistan. The language that I speak other than English and various of the languages that I speak, but my mother tongue is Bushto. Look it up. It's a language that derives from Afghanistan and northern Pakistan. And some people in Iran also speak it as well. There's different dialects to it. Now, okay, I'm educated in the UK. I'm born in the UK. But my ethnic roots rely somewhere else. The cultural roots, the traditional roots, the expectations, the traditions, they are more or less the same. People don't lose those. I personally had to fight for my own education in many, many ways, but not on the level and not on the extreme that these girls have to face. And my heart goes out to them, as I'm sure many, many people do. I'm at the age of 43, where I am so blessed and so humble to be able to say proudly, proudly, that I have been to university four times. And I'm hoping to go for the fifth time. It's a proud achievement when I'm the second female ever, ever to go to university in my whole family's generation. Think about that. Think about the implications of that for somebody like me who's from, you know, the UK. Think about that. Think about the ramifications of that, the implications of that. You know? One of the reasons I kept going back to university was, one, I loved it, obviously. 
But to, I wanted to better myself. I pushed myself. I funded myself to get my master's. You know, on one occasion, I won a scholarship, which was an amazing thing, especially from the UK, where not many scholarships are awarded to people. You know, but I strove to be better. I strove to people, to help the people around me, to help my community. And from someone that's brown skin, this is going to sound really bonkers to some of you that might not understand, but someone that's ethnic minority, that's female, that's Muslim, you are helping your wider community. People are looking up to you as a role model. You know, you don't realize the ripple effect it has by you being stood in a place of education, for example, or as a counselor, or some of the various other different hats that I wear. But I fought for those opportunities. I worked hard. The girls in Afghanistan, they don't stand a chance unless we pull together we strive together, we fight together to get them heard. One of the beautiful things I've just seen, which I'm talking about now, is something from one of the beautiful, beautiful singers, Arianda Said, who has um, started or made people aware of like a bit of a Me Too movement in Afghanistan. And it's basically boys that have got young boys that have got placards in um, a language that most people will hopefully be able to translate, okay? And it's in English as well. And basically it states, don't let me, you know, don't let um, myself go to school. So don't let the boys not go to school unless our sisters go to school. They're the type of slogans that are started to happen. So the community, the community in Afghanistan is pulling together and saying, you know, as long as the girls aren't able to go, don't send the boys. Make a message, send a message. Believe it or not, families are starting to do this. And the boys are standing with their sisters. And I think that's absolutely beautiful absolutely poignant absolutely beautiful and it shows this not just solidarity but it shows this respect and it shows this love and compassion that we are brought up with in our faith and in our community as muslims what the taliban are doing is not islamic in any sense of the word it's barbaric and it's also dictatorship to its core you know Many, many times I have come across situations where, for example, I've been in a hospital, whether I'm within the UK or I've travelled internationally within the Middle East, and you'll be surprised how many times, you know, sometimes a, a female has to be chaperoned in the room when there is a male doctor present. It could be a nurse, for example. It could be um, an assistant, you know, and these are down to protection for the doctor and the client. You'll have certain people demanding, demanding that their wife, daughter, whoever is seen by a female doctor. For example, how is that possible if you are going to not allow these girls to go to school? In order to become doctors, they have to study. They have to be able to go to university. They have to be able to go and have a practice somewhere. 
My aunt, who was the first woman to go to university within our family, was a dentist. She's now just left uh, teaching within education, but she started as a dentist. That was a big, 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 you know, game changer. You know, big game changer. You can imagine. I have a sister that works in the pharmaceutical industry. You know, um, my other sister works in business. But the point is that we are able to do that. We are able to push and strive forward. And that's because we've got the opportunities for us to do that to better ourselves, to better our future generations. What have these girls got? What have they really got to look forward to? Think about that. There's things that many of you take for granted, you know? And for for such a long period of time, these girls were able to have, you know, form of education, a form of life. And instead, now you're seeing videos that have been aired secretly, you know? Showing girls crying in pieces, torn, torn, that their beloved school has been taken from them. They're trying very hard in secret to get studied by someone perhaps a little bit older than them. They shouldn't be in that position. It's amazing that they're striving. It's amazing they're helping each other. It's amazing that they're supporting each other through these very, very difficult times, very difficult times. And we as a community, we as a society should not be staying quiet. We should be doing something proactive to support, help and encourage these girls to be able to go back to school. I salute the boys. I think the boys and the family of these boys that are doing this like Me Too movement with these placards is brilliant. There is a lot of people out there trying their hardest, their hardest to bring awareness to Afghanistan. And then there are some aspects of propaganda that unfortunately are silencing what's really going on. What really is going on. There is a lot of bias out there. Don't fall, you know, and don't fall for the hype. Look at the reality of what's going on. I remember being at conference for the union and seeing and meeting, you know, Malala. You'll know Malala, you'll remember her. The young girl that stood up to the Taliban and was unfortunately shot in the face. And I was, you know, very, very fortunate many, many years after that to have met her father, to have heard her father speak at conference. I think it was a conference in Bournemouth at the time that I'd gone to. And NASUWT had invited him um, to be a guest speaker. And it was such a moving, moving speech. Everybody was in awe of what she had done and what she had gone through. And to hear him weep on stage, you know, weep on stage, talking about how, unfortunately, she was targeted and how she was, you know, um, attacked. Now, that had a brilliant outcome for her. But what about the hundreds and thousands of other girls that are now facing that position? What about them? Where's their Me Too movement? Where's their support? Where's their help? You know, we did a lot for her. Why can't we help the other girls in this predicament as well? These are our future mothers. These are our future sisters and our aunts 
and aunties and grandmothers. They are our future generation. They are the ones that are going to give birth, literally, physically, mentally, to a new Afghanistan. But how are they going to do that when they're enslaved? They are not able to broaden their minds. They're not able to help others. And they are yearning for that. They're desperate for that. How do we do this? How do we move forward? What other suggestions have people got? And are we not going to hold ourselves accountable for unfortunately the things that have unfolded very, very quickly and sadly? It's up to each one of us to think about the people in our families, think about who we've got, our loved ones close to us. Would we want them in that position? Would we want them to struggle? Would we want them to be in pain, not being able to go to school? It's a basic right, it's a basic liberty. And it's been taken away. And it's been taken away, not even gradually, forcefully, quickly, with sheer control and command. I'm not even looking at the other aspects of things that unfortunately may happen to those girls. Because my heart doesn't want to think about it. My soul doesn't want to be disturbed by it. And I'm sure that's going to be the thoughts and feelings of many listening. Right now, I'm concerned about their education, their time, their zone, their future. Because at the moment, unfortunately, their future is looking bleak. If you do have some suggestions, if you do have some potential hope, potential, you know, inspiration to help these girls, maybe you could get in touch. Maybe you can put some forward ideas together. We all need to step forward. We all need to help. We all need to support these young ladies and older ladies as well to be able to continue having the education that they are divinely given. But it's been taken away. I'm hoping by the time that I have managed to produce and publish my podcast, there's more positive news. I really hope so. But there's the reality, there's the reality of everything. Then there's the realist in me that sadly is aware that that's not the case. And you can hear it in my voice. You can hear the sadness in my voice. It's genuine sadness. Because those girls deserve, deserve, deserve wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly an amazing future. And they can only do that by having an education that allows them to open up the key to many, many doors and many, many different futures. And it's up to us as a community and a society to stop staying silent and to speak up. So if you're listening, look at some groups where you can support and you can help these young girls. I will put the links in my bio. Feel free to click, feel free to find out where you can support these girls Thanks for listening. Let's hope we have some better news next time. Please protect our girls. Please protect our future. And let's help people of Afghanistan. God bless. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Miriam Khan at Raise Your Vibes.